Welcome to the Celtics Journal Podcast, a weekly show covering the Boston Celtics. As always, I'm joined alongside co-host Jeff Kitcher. How you doing, Jeff? Doing well. It was a good week. How are you doing? I mean, undefeated this week. Can't complain. Happy as always. And we uh, we just signed a former number two pick, Jabari Parker. How you feel about that? I feel great. I think I think he adds something that the Celtics have needed all season. So. I wouldn't have huge expectations for him, but I'm, I'm yeah. definitely happy he's here. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about him later on in the show. But um, in the first segment today, we're going to recap last week's games. Um, it seems that the Celtics are back, and, um, and Stephen A. Smith was wrong. Um, and we'll get into Shocking. that, too. <laughs> and in segment two, we're going to actually go over Jabari Parker, because he looked good. But we'll, uh, we'll talk about his role with the team, as well as some of the questions that our followers on Twitter have. Um, and then in segment three, we'll wrap up the show and uh, give our predictions for the next couple of games. All right, let's get started. If the Celtics have this Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum doing what he does, don't forget, Tatum went for 53 just last week and says he's only now starting to feel like himself after getting COVID in January. And then you add Kemba Walker rounding into shape too. Well, on behalf of NBA fans across the world, I'd like to officially welcome the Boston Celtics to the 2021 NBA season. All right, so the first game we had against the Blazers, uh, Jason Tatum, once again, uh, he's on an absolute tear. Like He's putting up MVP performances, and the Celtics are back whenever he's on the floor. Um, what was your opinion on that game? That game was awesome, I think, it, but it was closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if Melo doesn't have a game like that, then the Celtics win easily. Uh, and I thought it was actually pretty predictable the way that it went. Yeah, are you? I mean, are you surprised that Carmelo was the player that had the like that standout performance against the Celtics, though? Yes, I am. Especially, I thought CJ was going to be that guy. But um, you know, if you can give it to Melo and he's going to hit shots like that, then so be it. Because he's just hitting mid-range shots most of the time, so it's like. You're going to give him those as as a defense, and especially, you know, having to deal with the other two guys, you're going to live and die by that. Yeah, I mean, so player of the game for that for that game was Jason Tatum, obviously, right? Yeah, but Kemba was actually really good in that game too. Yeah, yeah. So say. it was like fir- first half was Kemba, and then you handed off to mm-hmm. to Tatum in the second, and that was. That made sense too, because like they they have Ennis Cantor, and we we all know like I love Ennis Cantor. A lot of people don't, but mm-hmm. I love him. But uh, Brad was not very nice to him. <laughs> no. Brad kept sending Kemba at him in a pick and roll all day, and that's the yeah. way they should have done it. Where mm-hmm. if uh, Ennis drops on defense, Kemba just shoots over him, and if he comes up and tries to pressure him, then you just run right around him. Right. They did that the entire first half. So yeah, I felt really I felt bad him. for him after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of a shame. Um, but at the same time, uh, we we escaped that game with a one point victory, um, and then we went into LA kind of with an easy game on our in, in sight, like no stars to worry about. Like I mean, Kyle Kuzma, if you really want to talk about Kuzma's him. terrible. Yeah, but he yeah we can play him off the floor when needed. Uh, yeah. But Jalen Brown was, dude, he was amazing. He was incredible. He shouldn't. He missed one more shot when they had to come back in at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He missed his first three. Like yeah, his percentage been, should have been better. 
Yeah, he would have shot like 90-something percent. Yeah, up there. But he did get to 40 points at least. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, 40 Kuzma. points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, um, 17 of 20 from the field, uh, 3 of 3 from the line. Just an amazing performance from him. Yeah, every once in a while he just goes off like that, and it's mm-hmm. and he just can't miss a shot. It's great. It's and I think it was because LeBron was right there. He's yeah, he wanted to impress LeBron. Yeah. Um, but Kuzma, on the other hand, like he is, people still aren't completely out on him because he does play decent defense. But like he airballed a elbow jumper <laughs> in this game. Like, are we just gonna pretend that didn't happen? Mm-hmm. He's not a very good player. Like I think we saw Tristan Thompson airball a free throw, though. Yeah, he did, but that's Tristan but he Thompson, and he laughed it off. Yeah. Kuzma takes himself seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, so we got the victory in L.A., and then we, we went up to Golden State. and I mean, actually, we, we came back for that game, actually. That was a home game. Yeah, right? home game. Yeah. yeah. So we were home for that game, and Tatum, once again, MVP. Watching MVP that was incredible. Performances. Like that watching was, him and Steph go at it, like that was that was something to see. It was so uh, fun. It was so mm-hmm. fun. One yeah, of the best like, games I've watched all season, and people like kind of forget that, even though it was just the other day, that Kemba was actually really good in that game too. Kemba mm-hmm. and Tatum combined for seventy points. They both played well. Mm-hmm. It was just Tatum. He had was nice better too. Yeah, he did. And you see him mean mugging the whole the whole yeah, crowd. Yeah, it was really fun to see that too. Like yeah. he wasn't smiling. He definitely yep. wasn't smiling. Anybody who's mad at, at Kemba smiling all the time, they were happy at the end of that one. Mm-hmm. But he he was great. I, I really enjoyed watching that whole game. Steph made me think that he has like an MVP bid. I yeah. mean, his team stinks, but imagine that team without him. Oh, my they, God. they'd have well, five I mean, we wins saw it maybe. Last year. That's why they got <laughs> Wiseman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, like they would be one of the worst teams in NBA history if they didn't have Steph. And they have 28 yeah. wins right now. He brings them to at least maybe play-in tournament potential. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd love to watch him in the, in the play-in tournament. Like, mm-hmm. that would He would be one of the only reasons I, I watch it. Honestly. Yeah. What's another team that like could sneak into the play-in tournament that you think could like, make some noise? I think it's Washington. Washington? They're playing pretty well, and you know... I don't think they're very good, obviously, because they're no. barely making it to the play-in tournament if they do at all. Mm-hmm. But Russ is a menace, and I really yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big uh, Bradley Beal fan. So huge bad, big yeah. Bradley Beal guy. Like I don't think Russ is that effective a lot of times. No, but he is one of the people that I would want to face the least. He's just mm-hmm. so competitive. Uh, He's yeah. He's just like a freight train coming down the middle. I wouldn't want to go up against him. Yeah, I mean you're going to be caught in some high-scoring games with those with the Wizards. So like, uh, you're going to have to rely on your offense every night in a seven-game series. And like teams like maybe not Philadelphia, but like if you're playing in the first round, does Philly really want to see Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook? Probably they not. Rather, like they're going to get. Would they rather see somebody else? Yeah, like, like the Wizards would get swept. Yeah. But like, do you want that headache every game? Not really. Wear and tear on your, on your two stars, um, but to go back to that Warriors game, Jason Tatum, forty-four points. Everything was falling. He had five threes. This yeah. like, what do you think? I mean, maybe not this year, but I think in the very near future we're gonna have to have the, this conversation about Jason Tatum as an MVP candidate. 
Absolutely. If he started the season off a little bit better, if he didn't miss time because of COVID, mm-hmm. if he wasn't slowed down because of COVID up to this point, having to use an inhaler before every game, then that's a real conversation. I, I think it's outside forces that are making us make that distinction right now. It's not yeah. the kind of player that he is or has to develop into. Yeah, I also think it's something to talk about that he doesn't necessarily use the free throw line to you know get his points per game. I mean, he had how many free throws in the last, you know, couple games? Like, he gets to the line maybe, like, four or five times. Yeah, not not a lot at all. But have you noticed since his hot streak that he's actually finishing around the rim a lot mm-hmm. better? Attacking yeah, a lot stronger? He's avoiding, yeah, he, he used to be avoiding contact, but now he's mm-hmm. he's going after it. He's embracing it, which is yeah. what we were talking about. A couple he's either ago. avoiding contract, uh, contact or just tossing the ball out of bounds. Do you remember that part of his development? Mm-hmm. Whenever he'd drive, he'd just throw the ball right into mm-hmm. like the third He's, row. Yeah, Got to find somebody. Yeah, give him a souvenir. But I think that's probably the biggest aspect of his leap right now is that he is driving through contact and finishing around the rim and in the paint at a, at a really high percentage now. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to watch, too. Like, just mm-hmm. watching all these sidesteps and, and just confidence threes I, I love watching those when it's like heat check threes but you know it's jason tatum so it's not really heat check yeah he's he's <laughs> not even doing that he, i love watching those when they go in when they don't they're really annoying yeah but he's not doing it as much recently i don't mm-hmm. think outside of the portland game he he had to and it was great yeah but you should uh, actually go back to that real quick um with the portland yep. game that was a bad shot right yeah, probably. People are really mad if that if he misses. Yeah, exactly. It's it's amazing if it falls. If it doesn't, yeah, you're in right. trouble if it doesn't fall. Yeah, at, now that he made it, everyone's adding it to his legend or yeah. forgetting about it. I'm glad I was able to add that to the to the Jason Tatum MVP mix that just went up. Yeah, but that's gonna be <laughs> a, that's gonna be a real conversation next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I guess would bring us to our next point mvp of the week no it's other good. option right yeah it's got to be tatum when you, when you play tatum. like that with you play you drop 44 without brown out there to help you mm-hmm. you're, you're and, getting in plus all and then against the trailblazers he was great i think he played well against the lakers even though that was brown's night yeah even so, though he didn't score as much i think he only had like 14 yeah um, he still played a very good game yeah, um, was, which is always great. fun to see um, when you're not involved offensively, but you can still get yourself involved. So is uh, there a? I mean, we both we both agree. we both agree on Tatum. Uh, I gotta go with Kemba Walker. Every Kemba. game he was getting involved. I think in the last you know, ten games or so, he's he's really been upping his averages for uh, assists and rebounds. Like he's averaging almost six rebounds, I think, or over six. Yeah, he's going to have his rebounds. He's finding more ways than one to get involved. Uh, Yeah. Kemba's been awesome. I I agree with that. Um, His stats for just the week, the last three games, being just shy of 20 points per game, just Mm -hmm. under six assists, 40% from three, 45.5 from the floor. If he has assist numbers like that, then I I think that that's huge, even though like 20 points a game is awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. If he gets close to six assists per game, then the Celtics are a really dangerous team. 
I also really liked how Marcus Smart played this week. People keep shouting that he shouldn't shoot anymore, but he had a huge he had a huge shot or last night or against uh, the Warriors. And he had another big shot last week against the uh, Timberwolves. So I agree. So I, th- I think the way he's playing, especially on defense, because he's still hounding their best player. Um, he he's he's been great too, and he's a, still a good playmaker. He, I love having him around, but Tatum's the clear choice, I think. Yeah, all of the Kemba haters from a few weeks ago are kind of eating their words at this point, right? Yeah, I haven't heard anything. They're very quiet right now. Yeah, they're silent, absolutely silent. <laughs> but um, th- this team is really coming together at a great time, though, don't you think? Yeah, perfect time. It was getting close. I was worried that if they were going to pick it up, it was going to be too little, too late. And because I, I, di- I didn't see them winning this many games in a row. Like, even me thinking my version of them turning around wasn't even this hot. Really? Yeah, I, di- I didn't think they were going to rip off six straight wins. I did. You did? All right, fine. I actually you predicted you win well. that one then. <laughs> All right, you're yeah, on a hot uh, streak with your predicting. Yeah. F- what, five in a row now? If we can recap that actually real quick. Um, so, within the last um, three games, we both predicted those um, all three wins. So that brings our total up to I'm at five and two, and then you are at six and one for your predictions. Okay. So you're still winning that prediction game. Yeah, so people are going money line on games, they Mm -hmm. should listen. Yep. Definitely Uh, listen to Jeff for your (laughs) money line takes. Well, the both of us were both doing great. Um, Oh, yeah. Ripped off five straight. (laughs) Yeah. Coming in in hot. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the next couple games, though. But. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, talk about Jabari Parker and how he fits with this team. And that's a design play out of the timeout. <laughs> well, look at the timings. Terrific duck in, and then look at the fakes. That's just beautiful offense right there by Jabari All right, Parker. All so we're back um, talking more Celtics basketball. Uh, we just signed Jabari Parker to a two-year deal. Uh, definitely brings it a scoring option to this team. Um, what's your first impression with the with this signing? Um, obviously, it was great because he, he did play really well. He was 5 for 6, 11 points. Um, he was pretty much what I thought he was going to be, being a, a bucket off the bench, mm-hmm. but a really poor defender. I, but I wasn't quite sure how good of an offensive player he was still going to be. But He is young, but he's been a journeyman right now. He's been bouncing around from team to team. Uh, I was re- I was really happy with the way he played. He has a lot more moves than I was expecting. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I I actually really loved Jabari Parker when he was in high school and college. So like I I really wanted the Celtics to actually move up and get him like years ago. So seeing this, you know, actually made me pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, what you want not maybe maybe not the way that you thought it was going to happen, but yeah, I didn't think it was going to take this long for my dream of Jabari Parker and. A Celtics jersey to come true, but it has finally come true, and I was very happy with with uh, his first game. That turnaround jumper, silk. Yeah, that was, was the signature move of the of the night. It was great, but uh, I was honestly severely disappointed with his defense. And yes, it, it I, looked I kind of like I kind of blocked it out of my mind as like I didn't really think of it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, do, seven do, you, years ago. do you remember when he first checked in the, into the game and he turned it over two times in a row? And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, well, this is 
This is Greg Monroe. Okay. Yeah, worth, worth trying, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, definitely a a win right now. But I would, I definitely don't want to get too high on it because uh, we've we've seen you know a flash and then all of a sudden it it can go out like a light. So I don't want to I don't want to think that we've just struck gold here. But I would like to to think that this is going to be a solid contribution to the team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but we did get some questions on Twitter. Um, we put out a tweet asking fans for their their opinions and uh, you know overall thoughts and, and questions for the Celtics moving forward. And um, our first question comes from Joe Carbone eighteen. He asks, what role do you think Jabari Parker plays in this offense? I think he's just going to be a, a depth bench guy. And I think I agree. I think I agree with Joe. Uh, honestly, I, in my opinion, he's a, third, he's a third string option. He's kind of in that three to four role. Um, he's kind of behind Romeo and Grant, in my opinion. Uh, mainly because he's a new addition to the team. Like, he's only been on the team for a week, so or, like, less than a week. So I, I think at this point it's it's about reps, and it's kind of too late for him to be a key piece in the offense, but he can definitely contribute um, for a few minutes off the bench. Yeah, pe- people are kind of expecting too much of him now that he's had a good game. That was the mm-hmm. matchup that catered to him mm-hmm. because he couldn't really be exposed on defense. They, no one on the Warriors can score other than Steph really so it it worked perfectly for him I think he's going to be good as a bench scorer but definitely a a third string guy behind Romeo at this point Mm -hmm. Um, if I had to guess he's gonna all but erase Shemi from the from the lineup yeah and I think that's a good thing to be honest yeah I'm not I'm not too upset that Shemi won't be on the court as much yeah, I, I love Shemi, but it's it's time. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've had enough enough time watching him. Yeah, and Parker and Ojale, they've played like a similar amount of games, right? Parker and, and Romeo? Said? Or Parker and Romeo, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just didn't hear you might you might have said that. Um mm. Yeah. That that's my understa- understanding. He's they've played a, a comparable amount. Like it seems uh, like all of these guys that he's kind of competing, like Parker's competing with, to mm-hmm. get a role for. He's he's got the same amount of reps, um, so it's not about it's not about like experience or anything, and it's not like he's been you know, you know three three four ACL tears later um, like right now. Like he's mm-hmm. he's been in the league for a while um, since his his injuries, and I think it's it's about time he's in a fresh situation where he can be used the right way. Yeah, I think this is a real good opportunity for him, and if and in terms of his relationship to Romeo and how their minutes impact each other, it's probably going to be more matchup based because Romeo is yeah. a much smaller guy and can guard uh, quick, smaller, quicker guys. Um, so, if you want to make that comparison, you could, but or I, I would, but he could also really kind of step on the toes or take some some minutes away from Grant. They're very very different players, but. Brad had mentioned possibly uh, using Jabari Parker as a small ball five, which is where Grant plays. So that that's where the matchups really come into play because obviously Grant is more of a def- defensive player. 
Yeah, where, I was about to bring that up too. Like, where where are you giving that up defensively if you start Jabari Parker at the five? Yeah, you're giving up that that spot easily. So they'll they'll switch off depending on mm-hmm. the matchup, but so they got depending on matchups. That's when you'll see him coming in for Romeo and Grant. But as a general philosophy, I'd say all the minutes that Shemi gets are all but gone. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. <clears throat> um. The uh, There was one more question that we got on the Celtics Journal from uh, Brad Devers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's asking, why is Danny so against signing IT when he's clearly an upgrade on our bench? Do <laughs> you want to take that first? Uh, I mean, Brad, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think Ainge is against signing IT. I think it's more of a, of a fit scenario. You might think he fits because of what he did a few years ago, but I don't know if there's really a spot on this team for him with like touches, and I think he needs that to be an effective player on on an NBA team. Like, he can't just... I don't think he can really be the guy that comes off the bench and hits a couple threes, because I think we already have that in Carson Edwards. And I think we'd get a very similar player in that. It's just, like, spurts on offense, but not necessarily the defense that you really want. But what do you think, Jeff? Yeah, well, Carson Edwards doesn't really get any playing time right now anyway. So, of the people that are in the rotation act, like... On a, from a night-to-night basis, whose minutes is he taking? That's not a position that we really need. What are we talking, Peyton Pritchard? Yeah, that's exactly. not that's not going to happen. There's no reason to do that. Um, he can't. Like, there's a reason why he's not in, actively in the league right now. People are remembering him for something that he just isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. So the he just got a 10-day contract that the Pelicans let go. He looked like he could actually do a little bit. So I'm surprised that the Pelicans didn't keep him because they do need scoring. But I, I think he's worthy of a roster spot on a bad team that desperately needs scoring. But that yeah. that's it right now, and that's not, at that position, not what we need. Well, there was a report that there were a few, you know, contending teams that were interested in, you know, like working him out. Yeah, nothing nothing really came of it. But yeah, nothing really came of it. So I, I think his... His effectiveness in the NBA is kind of... It's, it's run its course. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's run, run its course. course. And um, so I, I just think... Well, Brad say, here is saying, or Brad Devers is saying, that uh, he's clearly an upgrade on our bench. I don't think he is. I'm not sure he really would be an upgrade. I think in, in a fantasy, in a dream, he definitely is. Because yeah, we're getting it. 2017 IT, and yeah, the, the only end. reason that you'd sign him at this point in his career is to exercise some demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. You're not signing him to actually be an active player on the team. If he if they signed him and let go of Carson Edwards, whatever Carson doesn't play anyway. Yeah, like you could make the move just to make the move, but he's not going to push the needle in any direction. Why, why would he join a, a team in that Udonis Haslam role? Mm, exactly. He, there's no, he wouldn't want to do that. He still thinks he has something left. He still wants to play. And yeah, it's not going to be, be on this roster. on the roster, but he's you know, 31. Or yeah. 
It's the end of the road for him. I hate to say it. I, I I love him to death, but no role on this team. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, all right, so for the next four games, though, we got the Bulls, the Suns, the Nets, and Hornets. We'll go over the Bulls real quick because that game starts in a couple hours as we're recording this. Uh, yes. But uh, no Levine. They have Vooch, but... Yeah, I think it's kind of going to be a, a rollover game for us. Yeah, if you can uh, imagine it, this is just going to be the magic with less weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not a good uh, team. This is going to be a this is going to be a win. But the Jays have been kind of battling like illnesses and yeah. little things here and there. Do you think that's real, or is that kind of like an injury management type thing to kind of save their kind I think, of save them when you know they need some rest? I think it's real because Rob was out earlier with mm-hmm. non-COVID-related illness. If this is a ploy, then they have really thought it through. And you know what? They des- they deserve that if, they- if they've thought that far ahead. So I, th- I think it's real. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the bug's just going around the team. And um, we'll probably have another one <laughs> soon. Yeah, um, it might happen. But, any uh, news on um, Evan Fournier coming back? Yeah, he should, he should be uh, um, back after the uh, Bulls game. Let's go. For the, for the, really so, for actually for the Suns, because the Celtics have a until Thursday mm-hmm. for that one. So he, he should be back for the Suns game. Yeah, it'll be nice to have him back um, for the Nets game, too, because we probably won't have Kemba. So uh, to have that, that scoring option is going to be really nice. And we haven't really seen much of him yeah, since so. his... Since he ripped off like 10 threes in a row. Yeah, last time we saw him, he was on, on fire. Uh, mm-hmm. So if we're winning six in a row now, and then we get some more perimeter shooting, that's a very, very dangerous team, and I look forward to mm-hmm. it. But, and with the addition of Jabari Parker, I mean, you yeah, got to think well, that... we got some offensive is, punch now. I think we're, yeah. we're really peaking at the right time. Yeah. So, we're uh, really peaking at the right time. If you, so I, there, we have a couple days off mm-hmm. um, until the Suns. So who do, who do you think wins that game? I, I think we win that game. At first I was on the fence, but I think after you told me that uh, they're on the the Suns would be on their second night of a back-to-back, I, I'm a little bit more confident about it. Uh, what do you think about that Suns game? Yeah, we're, we're, on, we're on the second, or they're on the second night of a back-to-back. They're a really good team. They, they were had won nine of their last ten before falling to the Spurs, which was a real, that was a bad loss for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They they had an opportunity to really move themselves into the the one spot in the in the West, and I guess maybe they just really didn't want it. Um, if, depending on where the Lakers end up, but that they they didn't actually do that. They really just lost to the Spurs. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe the Spurs figured something out. I don't know, but I I still think the Celtics are gonna beat them because they're gonna be tired. We're gonna have we're gonna have uh, Tuesday Wednesday off. There's a chance that the Celtics end up kind of coming into that a little lethargic, having more time off than, than they usually do. But I, yeah. I, I like the Celtics in that game, especially with the way we match up with their wings. Yeah. I'm not really that afraid of DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. No. Um, he's I think not. can kind of boss him around with Tristan Thompson, to be honest. Yeah, he, he's got the build of somebody who should be able to take down any center be able to back them down and score at will, but he doesn't do that. He fronts a lot and just tries to take jumpers. And yeah. He plays kind of soft around the rim, and I don't... And we're 
small, relatively speaking. He could do that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of his thing coming out of college, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but that was his thing coming out of college where, like, he just would always settle for jumpers. And you're like, dude, you're you're close to Shaq in, in size. Yeah, you look like a, a Greek god out there, and you're just going to kind of fade away from contact. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> but um, after that Suns game, we got a back-to-back with the Nets. Um, at first... I was kind of back. It was back and forth with giving a loss, either on the Suns or the Nets, and then I, I'm actually going to go with a win for both. Win for both. Toughest stretch of the. Of, yeah. And at first, I was going to say loss for the Nets, but I, then I kind of came to conclusion that without KD now, mm-hmm. and probably without James Harden, we don't know yet, but it looks like he won't be playing that game. Um, I don't see – I mean, I know Kyrie's going to bring it if he does play. Um, I know he's going to bring it, probably have 40. Uh, so it's going to be a tough game, but I think we'll win, uh, especially if we have Evan Fournier. And if Jabari Parker's playing as well as he, as he did in his first game, I don't see why we don't win that game. Yeah, I'm actually – I'm going to disagree with that because we're on the second night of a back-to-back, and I weighed it so heavily against the, mm. against the Suns that I kind of have to do the same to the Celtics too. I think we're going to be, uh, our winning streak is going to come to an end against the Nets. Even if uh, James Harden doesn't play. If he does, I think that we're in real trouble. Kyrie Irving, we have uh, he's proven time and time again that we have no way to stop him. He's going to score 40 in his sleep. And it's just, it's just going to be ugly. I hope Rob's back for that game. I hope he, yeah. he's going to be, he'll be, be available. Nice to have him in there. Because I don't believe in DeAndre Jordan and their bigs really at all. They don't. They're not. They're not good enough to really counter what Rob brings to the table. Mm-hmm. But I. I just think that their offensive firepower is still too much for the Celtics. And Celtics are going to be second night of back to back. They're going to. They're going to go down. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I kind no, of agree now. No, I think you you may have just convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, no, nah, uh, I mean, no, it's, you're you're gonna it's, stick to if you're gonna. I will stick you're gonna to double my down. prediction, but you've you've convinced me that this team may drop. They may have their winning streak come to an end against the Nets. That would break uh, my heart if that happens, but I, I am predicting it. Yeah, you know what? No, you're wrong, Jeff. Thank you. Celtics Someone needed to the say Nets. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sticking to it. Four straight wins. Okay, so, so the then Hornets on Sunday we're playing the Hornets. You're going dub? Okay. Yeah, dub. No Gordon Hayward. Uh, their no entire roster kind of seems Obviously. like it's the hospital Hornets. So Yeah, we beat them by 30 last time. It wasn't really close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'll they're take they're the just not a, good, not a good team. They, they did beat the Trailblazers 109-101 last night, which was, which was very strange, but... They didn't have Dame, right? The Blazers. I don't think. Hmm. Either way, they should they should win that game. Mm. The or the the Blazers should win the game against yeah, they uh, against the Hornets. The Hornets are very bad. Um. So yeah, so Celtics gonna win that again. It's probably gonna be another 20, 30 point game. So just to re- recap, we're going. We agree on the Bulls. Agree on the Suns. It's gonna come down to the Brooklyn game. 
Yeah, it's gonna come down to that Brooklyn, game. Brooklyn game. You're you're riding high at five wins in, for five correct predictions in a row, and that's where it's gonna. That's where we're gonna differentiate ourselves. Yeah. And then win against the Hornets. We're going for another three and three and one week here. Yep, another. I'm going for a four and zero. Oh, so. Yeah. Go Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so. The the Knicks are the Knicks are hot right now, so they're uh, not backing off of the Celtics at all. They're not giving us any breathing room. Yeah, real real quick. Yeah, the, the Knicks. Um, so. Um, Jason Tatum last week got Player of the Week, but this week Julius Randle got it. Do yes. you agree with it? No. Well, yes and no. Because Randle did have an, an incredible week, and if you're looking at his numbers, he probably probably deserved it, but because mm. he, he does, uh, he gets more assists. Yeah. Then Tatum that's and fair. Tatum had 44 points, and so did Randle. Yeah, so it, it made, made sense, but uh, Tatum's just a better player than Randall is. Mm. So. I think it's just because I feel he's so much better than it. Yeah, yeah that, to, that's that's the reason why it's annoying is because Tatum is way better than when than Randall is. But it's um, that I hope Knicks come after Knicks fans Knicks. come after me for that. Oh no, no, they probably think that Randall's better. I don't need Julius Randall fans in my mentions. No, I mean yeah, <laughs> I hope they come after us though. It's not even close. They'll be on an island thinking that. Um, so, you're going for a clean sweep. I'm going three and one. See what yeah, happens. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think we're gonna really make a push for this fourth seed. Um, lock it up tonight against the Bulls, and then yeah, I think we're just gonna honestly solidify that. But the Bucks have dropped a few in their last couple of games. Oh, don't get. And I said it. I I said it last week or maybe two weeks ago. But I remember. Yeah. The Celtics could make a push for that three seed, and I don't even know if the Bucks would be that mad. They might not. Yeah, um, so maybe we, like, I mean, I'm in the boat of sticking the four seed and and take that, and you know, play the Hawks or the Heat in the in the uh, four five matchup. Yeah, so the Celtics right now. No, they're too far behind. They're too far behind the Bucks right now. There, <laughs> there aren't enough games left to make up that ground. They're four and a half back. The Bucks would really have to go through a slide. I mean, they're they're six and four in their last ten, so they're not playing that great. But there's just not enough time. Yeah. Normal eighty-two game season, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe uh, we'll see them in the, in the second or third round. So. Yeah, that's that's not the way <laughs> it's gonna end up playing out. I don't think. But for that first round matchup, I think it it looks like it's going to be like the Hawks of the Heat, right? Well, the Knicks are still right in there too because they're they've won six in a row. Same same as us. There's a there's a scenario where the the Celtics and Knicks are a four or five. And I'd I'd honestly, I actually don't know who I'd rather play. I think my my knee jerk reaction is probably to want to play the Knicks over the over the Hawks. Yeah. I I don't I don't I'm not really worried with either of them honestly for close games I'm more worried about the Knicks I think yeah. they have like Tom Thibodeau is is a better option I mean uh, is a is a worse option to go against yeah he does get his guys to play really hard and that does yeah. suck to go up against on a night to night basis but and, uh, and also the Hawks we did play them all three times in like a two week three week span. Yeah, and they, they were two when, and one against us. And by the way, Hawks fans are talking reckless on Twitter right now. They yeah. are they are so high on their team right now for no reason, really. Yeah, well, um, they're, they're eight and two in their last ten too. Like they're a good good yeah. team. They haven't really gotten a lot of gotten any wins against mm. 
good teams in that span, but like they are winning games. They they they're winning the games put in front of them. Yeah, but of they they beat us those the two yeah, out of those three games. Yeah, they're riding that two and one record. Yeah, that was one us. of the that was during one of the worst stretches of basketball that the Celtics had all season. This feels like a completely different Celtics team mm-hmm. that I the Hawks fans might want to see, but the Hawks players don't. Yeah, I can't wait for it to be honest. Yeah, I I think the Celtics beat both the Hawks and Knicks mm-hmm. in the series right now. The Heat are the team that I actually don't really want to play. Yeah, I was going to say that that's the one team I wouldn't want to play in the first round, or honestly in the playoffs in general. Um, yeah, like not, I, the way they're playing, I think that the Celtics would win. Yeah. But go ahead. I agree. No, I agree that we would win, but I, th- I do think that the way Bam Adebayo is playing right now, I know that game winner was it was kind of lucky, but, uh, you know, yeah. I just think the way he's playing right now, I wouldn't want to see him um, in the paint in the playoffs, but yeah. every it, game... And then Jimmy Butler, he just he has a different level in the playoffs. I don't think it, he does. it matters. He so. does. Um, their playoff hero of last year, Tyler Hero. Yeah. They, has he been has, horrible. He's not been playing he's well been, at all. He's been horrible this whole yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a slump anymore. But no, it, I mean, they, it's a sophomore slump for sure. Yeah, they, they took uh, without KD. Or, well, KD getting injured in that game. Um. They still had to hit a game winner, and Katie had like eight points right off the bat. So like the, the Nets were gonna destroy them last night if he didn't doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I guess that that actually wraps up my next question. My next my next question was supposed to be, uh, what team are you most afraid of in the first round? But I guess that's the Heat. Uh, yeah. So. I guess we'll, a, we'll we'll talk about that more in, in our next show. Actually, yeah, we will. Not it's a little too early for that. Yeah, uh, but we'll we'll wrap up the show there. Uh, today we talked about uh, last week's games. Uh, we talked about Jabari Parker, the new signing, and um, and our predictions for next week. So thank you for listening. And uh, if you're a if you're not a follower on our Instagram and Twitter, uh, follow us at the Celtics Journal on Instagram and Celtics Journal on Twitter. Uh, we just put out a tweet asking for your opinions and your questions on the Celtics, and uh, we'd like to continue to do that. So keep tweeting at us, and, uh, and we'll keep responding. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for joining us. Of course. Happy to be here. You going to be back here next week? Yeah, absolutely. As always. As always. All right. 